Hey there, welcome back to the Path to Zion podcast where we are rediscovering the ancient way. You can always find us 24-7 over at pathtozion.com where all of these episodes are in audio form. Or, of course, on our YouTube channel at Path to Zion Podcast. Send us an email at pathtozionpodcast at gmail.com. You know that if you ever watched the program before, you're probably tired of hearing me say it. Uh, but we do love interaction with anyone um, of any varying opinions. And so you are welcome to do that there as I have learned greatly that the way we learn the best is that we study to show ourselves approved, and then we also give ourselves to listen to others who are doing likewise, and we, and we examine the Word uh, together and do our best to land on truth. Now, I just want to talk for a few minutes. Today is going to be as loose as it comes around here. I have nothing down other than just some scribbled notes just for something to talk about. This is not a teaching time. This is nothing I've been studying this is just a matter of just turning this on because I was already down here doing some other things um, and just presenting, presenting something for you to consider. I don't even know what we're going to call this. Um, but if I can just summarize in, in, in very paraphrased form, friend, it is time for you to wake up from your slumber. It is time for me to be aroused from being an undiscerning one, one who is just not paying attention. Um, in, in the natural and in the things of the Spirit. Now, if you do watch the program with any regularity, this is nothing new. And we were, we're always talking about using the Word to show us prophetic warnings, prophetic utterances, um, scriptural accounts and records of men who, for thousands of years, all the way back to the creation of humanity, um, and, and all these records of people who have been repeating the the cyclical process that humanity is within and and you follow that through the scriptures from cover to cover and as we move into the other side of yeshua and, and we are in this epoch of time that we're now within we see these constant warnings of be careful of the falling away be careful of apostasy be careful of those abandoning the faith be careful be warned and don't follow after uh, messiahs who are not the ones, the one that you have been preached to about. And we see these constant warnings, friend, and, and that's why you're going to constantly hear it here. People are so disinterested in hearing a hard word right now in this hour. It is April 2nd. No, it's March 2nd. I'm getting ahead of myself. It's March the 2nd, 2023. I have never seen a, a, such a complete disinterest in a biblical challenge towards broad Christian doctrine and what people are proposing by the hordes, the masses of people that are just saying, this is God. And, and, and if you've been watching our episodes as of late, we did a, a one episode, 30 minutes or so, about just discussing some questions I had towards the Asbury revival that interestingly here we are now it seems like it's already just a memory it's just gone now we know it's still going on in the hearts of the people and all those things and man I pray it is but friends these things are these things are preparing us to be deceived very few people want to hear about that. Very few people want to entertain the possibility 
that something that is being delivered to us as light and good and even in the name of Jesus could possibly be a deception that leads to a last day's snowball effect. And friends, I'm telling you, as sure as I'm sitting in this chair, I'm convinced more now than I've ever been, which I've been convinced for years, that friends, this ball is really getting rolling this year. It is getting rolling. Just some things that, that, um, that I just want to make a note of. The Asbury Revival was a big one because, as I said in that, in that series where we talked about biblical revival, what is it? A lot of the attributes that the biblical pattern reveals to us and teaches and instructs us must be requirements of a biblical returning are not being seen in these moves of God. We see signs and wonders. We see people who are feeling something, encountering something. We see these things, yes. But the Bible never tells us that that is a stamp of approval. As you've heard me said as of, saying as of late with great regularity, in fact, Yeshua says all these things are going to be happening and in much greater measure. And it's going to be happening in many cases by people who I do not know, people who I am not intimately acquainted with. And they're going to be cast out, and they're going to be what? Lawless ones. They're going to be wayward ones. Workers of iniquity. Men who work iniquity do what they think is right in their own eyes. Kicks us all the way back to what? The Garden of Eden. It is presented as what? And friend, please lean in and listen to what I'm saying because this could be ours, but I want it to just be a quick few minutes today. The garden deception was not what we think it is. And we, we have been duped to believe in the Christianity that we have been handed that when darkness comes, when evil comes to us, we are going to spot it from a million miles away. And we're going to hate it. And it's going to oppose what we believe is the Bible. And we're going to just, we're going to detest it and walk away. Friends, that is not a biblical pattern at all. In fact, we are shown time and time and time again that we're going to look at it. And it's going to fight for our gaze, for our attention. And we are going to want to go towards it like a moth to a flame, just like Eve, which we're going back to the garden just for a moment, just as this unfolds to be whatever it is for the next few minutes, Hasatan was a fallen light being. He, they, this is complicated and that has to be put over here, was an alluring, beautiful one, okay? Radiant, created for a beautiful purpose by our, our Creator, Heavenly Father, okay? A an anointed cherub, okay, the seraphim understanding of, of what that truly was, a beautiful being created at his inception, their inception, all those that fell for a beautiful, wonderful, incredibly high calling. And it was presented to her, to Eve, something was beautiful presented to her. It was what? Desirous. It was pleasing to her eyes. She wanted it. Not because she was just a, a lustful, sinful. No, she was pure. She was perfect as Yahweh had created her within the, the very rib of Adam, first Adam. Unfallen. And something alluring that was presented to her in a, in a desirable way, she went towards. 
And friends, I, I touched on this. I went back and listened to this while I was working yesterday. Two years ago, almost to the day, I did a series. I don't remember how many parts it was. It was at least three, I believe, called Spiritual Osmosis. Um, the assimilation of the church. And friends, I'm just telling you, I don't believe, I don't agree with every single last detail I said in the way I worded it two years ago. But as a whole, as a body of work, if you will, I'm like, Father, this is what is, this is, what is gaining momentum right now. This spiritual osmosis, which is a swallowing up. And, and I presented in that series, because again, it was two years ago. I presented that there was, I, I had had several dreams and I had been studying some prophecies in the word of Elohim. And I had been, of course, gauging everything that was going on at that time with the height of COVID and all these other instances going on within Christianity. And everybody was just distracted by the elections and, and politics. And I clearly saw them just being slowly swallowed up into this, this one world identity. This, this assimilation of the church being literally enveloped and swallowed and brought down into this, this global awakening. And interestingly, here we are now. It's 2023. Spring is getting ready to get here. And what's the buzzword amongst all the, all the Christian-y prophets and preachers and teachers and authors and, you know, apostles and all these self-appointed men is, we're having, we're having an awakening. It's time for an awakening. Now, I'm going to touch on this in episodes to come. I'm not ready to do that quite yet. I need Father to just let me know I can do it in, in humility and in, in self-control. I believe we'll get there. But we have the Asbury concerns that I already presented you know, weeks ago. You have this Jesus Revolution movie, which I have been spending hours towards listening to Interviews in the 60s and 70s with these individuals, listening to their, their teachings, their, their sermons, looking at the fruit of what happened in that time and what was the fuel behind it. And friend, I'm telling you, this should cause us great concern. Why? Because this verbiage that was then is the verbiage that is now, which is we don't just need revival. We need a spiritual awakening. We need enlightenment now. We don't just need the Bible. Many people are saying, look, this is kind of outdated. People just giving sermons. People don't want sermons anymore. They need an encounter. They need enlightenment. And what? Holy Spirit comes and we're enlightened. Just yesterday, the if you know about this and you follow current events, you, you know that the, the Abrahamic house just opened um, in Dubai. And, and what is it? This has been on the radar for years, but this official launching for visitors to travel the world from all over the world to, to encounter this complex, which is what? It's an interfaith um, facility. Um, the, the, their catchphrase is gathering, not othering. And what is it? They, they take this um, unified belief from the three main religions of the world. And they say, we all love Abraham. We all love the prophet Abraham. Whether you're in Islam or Christianity or Judaism, let's all come together on the same complex of saying, you know what? All of our beliefs and differences really don't matter. It's time for unity. And we need enlightened together. 
We need to encounter God. Now, you may call him Allah. You may call him, you may call him Jesus. You may call him Hashem. We really don't care. None of that matters. Let's not be divided. Spiritual awakening. Friend, it's time for discernment. It's time for discernment. And I shared this just the other day that it greatly concerns me, the disinterest in discernment in the here and now. Um, Some things I heard directly presented to me, and they agreed with, they were in alignment with what I saw about other people who were saying, you know what, I just have some questions. I have some concerns here with the verbiage of what we're saying. And like I said in in the series about some tough questions, unpopular questions about the Asbury revival is, you know, when we hear these things said, what does that mean? What are we insinuating and why are we saying it? Um, And in the uh, biblical revival, what is it series, we looked at time and time again, how many of these um, prophecies that are being used in these revival, enlightenment, Holy Spirit encounter gatherings are not being used correctly. They're being mishandled, and we're taking like the dry bones um, prophecy in Ezekiel, and we're saying it's about revival, it's about spiritual awakening. Even though we read in that, and we, ex- we expounded on the text some, that it's, you can't use it for that. You can't. It says, these dry bones are the whole house of Israel, period. <laughs> and so that and many things we've already covered as of late. But we have to have discernment, friend. Because, friend, if you don't, if you don't have discernment, it has been prophesied that there's going to be a great apostasy falling away. We know it's coming. And, friend, I'm telling you right here and right now, and I'm just going to end this in here just mere moments. It's coming in a way I didn't see it. It's coming in a way I didn't even realize it was going to come. It has surprised me. It has, I wouldn't want to say caught me off guard, I guess a little bit, that like, oh, my gosh, it's going to come It's going to come like this to these people? It's really really concerning me. I I go to bed thinking about it. I I wake up thinking about it. I I pray, Father, help us. We, we, our our small family, uh, a couple weeks ago, I think I alluded to this in an episode days ago. Um, We did this together, and I've just been doing it by myself. Father, keep us close. Keep us close, Father. Keep us within the proximity of where you are, because if I get out here, oh my gosh, I'm going to get led astray. I'm going to be deceived. I'm going to lack discernment because I'm not clearly hearing your voice. And so, friend, I'm just telling you, everything that's in your life that is keeping you from being intimately close to the Father, burn it up right now. Stop it. Stop it. Put it away. And I'm telling myself right here, distractions of life. Lusts of the flesh, cravings, even natural man indulgences, friend, I believe it's going to require us to come out and be separate more than we ever have before, which, praise Father, we are, we are given his Sabbath. We're giving his feast, his Moed days, his Moedim, his appointed times where what? He says, to all people who will be called according to my name throughout all generations, Anyone who comes and sets apart this holy day will be literally showing up for my appointments where I am speaking, uttering my words to my people on that day. 
And Sabbath is a moed, a set-apart, distinct day where you know what? It's holy. It's kadosh. It's not like the other six days. It's the only day Yahweh blessed. Friends, it's time to be set apart in here, in here. It has to look like something out here. Yes and amen all day long. Yes, and it does. But friends, it is time to be alert and aware, to have our awareness open and, and watching and alertness to heightened levels. A table is being set, friend, right now, right this second, to suck in the Christian majority. And man, so far, I'm telling you, I said this to my wife this morning and then I'll quit talking. It amazes me how many people called out the 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 subliminal uh, purposes behind COVID and masks and all that stuff. You can't fool us. You can't fool us. You're setting us up to take us over. They call out that. They call out gun confiscation. They, all, these, all these things that are just mere distractions. They'll call that out all day long. But you bring up something with a Christian-y flair that feels good and promises good things and is a move of God, and a Jesus revolution, Christianity is blind as a day is long. I'm just saying. And friend, we're all going to be found riding that bus if we're not careful and cautious and discerning and crying out for Yahweh to reveal His truth to us and our households in this hour. And for the body as a whole, Father, don't let us all be deceived. Don't let us go down that road of deception, this, this assimilation into the whole, which is all around us, which is what? This message that is being declared from loudspeakers through media at every little turn, Christian media. Can't we all just get along? doesn't matter what you believe. doesn't matter if you disagree. It doesn't matter if we even think Jesus is the same. Stop being so opinionated and just get along. Friends, this is biblical prophecy. Peace, 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 peace. Can't we all just get along? There's a great unifier. We're going to tackle that in days ahead as well. It will not be today. <laughs> so, friend, this is just a, a, a jumping on here to record a few moments of what's on my heart today. For anyone who will listen, and look, it's not very many. It's just not very many. I don't have a prophecy to, to make all these grand promises to you today, how you're going to have an encounter. And if you have an encounter, send me 50 bucks to let, let the Lord know. No, it's not like that. This is a cost. Yeshua said, have you counted the cost yet? Have you counted the cost? Because if you haven't, you better go back and sit down at your start and count the cost. Because this is no rainbows and butterflies journey, friend. There's a land yet before us, and those who endure to the end will be saved, rescued, delivered. I'm not at the end, are you? No. We have a lot of enduring to do, friends, so saddle up your willingness to be a man of discernment in this hour. A woman of discernment, a household that cries out to Yahweh, says, We cannot be deceived, Father. So we want to be close. We've got to be close. We've got to be like the Son. <laughs> Help us, Yahweh, to be like Yeshua, 
who only spoke what his father spoke. And that is everything that keeps us close because we're so close we're hearing him. We're so close. Oh, no, that's not my father. That's not what my father told the prophets. That's not what my father recorded in his Torah. No, uh-uh. You got to take that some itching ears, brother, because I'm not listening. I believe it would be good for us to consider these things. So anyway, you've been watching the Path to Zion podcast. <laughs> We're rediscovering the ancient way. Friends, things may not come down the way you think. What will you do with it? Will you surrender to the truth or will you want your ears tickled? All of us will have to decide. I hope we all decide well. Father's full of mercy and compassion. He desires none to perish, but we've got to endure to the end. So thank you for watching. We'll be back for something a little more solid and uh, uh, predictable than this. Thank you for watching. Amen.